All right, sports fans, welcome back to another episode of Pez's Picks. I say it every week. I'm not Pez. I'm not making these picks. That's a guy I'm talking to. Pez, rough week last week, man. How's it going? Well, I mean, we're we're surviving, Jeff. I think the whole uh, country of gamblers is trying to survive. It, it was a brutal week. Eleven underdogs covered. Um, something you don't see very often. A lot of the best teams had some horrible weeks. Yeah, couple couple blowouts. We didn't take. I'm kind of kicking myself, but. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think this year with the 17-game season, you know, you're going to have things happen. We didn't used to have happen in the NFL. And, and there are teams that are great that just look really bad some weeks. This is what the NFL wants. This is what they love. They love the parody. Yeah. That's all they all talk about. The parody in the league is great. And so let's recap last week. We went 3-1, and one, not our best week. Remember, there were no NCAA picks sure. because we didn't bet Army-Navy and there were no bowl games, so we just let that go. And so we were all NFL last week, and like I said, not a good finish, 1-3. and three. And my gosh, can you please stop picking the Pittsburgh Steelers? Um, for the love of all things holy, I mean, it's like the kiss of death. Every time you've bet on the Steelers to win, they have lost this year. I was glad well, to see you didn't pick them this week. <laughs> I'm trying to help you, you losers there in Pittsburgh, Jeff. I got a way better winning percentage than the Steelers do. I mean, I'd be ringing, I'd be ringing the bell on that coach, uh, that quarterback situation. They're running out. They're bringing me down, Jeff. I'm the winner. They're the losers. <laughs> you would think you wouldn't bet them, yet you do. You took the Steelers on Thursday Night Football minus six. They lose straight up to the Patriots, twenty-one to eighteen. I was as shocked as you were, Pez. If I'm being honest. Well, I mean, they're still a team that covers a lot and. You know, I guess they're in a situation where they went with a couple. Well, Trubisky is probably what a backup should be. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I guess you're in a situation in the league right now. You, you Do you bring Joe Flacco out? I mean, it looked like a good move the last two weeks with that team. But yeah. quarterbacks quarterbacks are in tough shape in this league right now. Uh, they're, they're dropping like flies. And, I mean, there aren't many people out there that can throw the ball consistently and not turn the ball over. And that makes it tough to win or cover. The NFL wants to do everything they can to protect quarterbacks, but it just, it doesn't matter. Like there's always going to be these injuries. There's always going to be these things that happen. It's, it's a physical game. The Steelers trotting out Mitch Trubisky. I, that I gotta be honest, that six point spread scared me. And as a Steeler fan, that six point spread scared me. They're coming off the, the loss to the Cardinals. Nothing seemed to be going right. The vibe on the, around the team was not good, but uh, I thought they would win. I just didn't know if they would cover now they lose outright. So the Steelers again are losers when you take them. And then there was the the pick. Well, we lost the total too, Jeff. Don't forget that's, you were you were heavy on the under in that. Oh, game. that's right. You know, we we Shoot. cautioned. That was I mean, that was your one bet of the year. That's a bush <laughs> bet. You can't do it again. I'm blaming you for that Steelers loss. <laughs> that's fine. I was. I'll hey. I'll. I have a. Uh, I have broad shoulders. I'll. I'll carry it on my back. But the to, speaking of the total, the next bet was your birds and the Cowboys. Birds. Over 52, and this was bad. This was tough. The Eagles are in a tough spot right now. They're not playing good football. You lose to the cockroaches, as you call them, down there in Dallas, and you don't even get the win in terms of the bet and the total. What were your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I mean, first couple drives, you got you got to score touchdowns in those games. And, you know, Birds looked like a tired team again. They, they, they made mistakes that they usually don't make, drop balls and turnovers and – you know, that's a product of a of a team pushing it and, you know, running out of energy a little bit. Defensive line was slow. We didn't we didn't get after Prescott at all and quarterbacks were slow and beat up and we I think it's a product of the schedule, Jeff. I think a lot of these teams, Kansas City too, Buffalo, I think by the end of the year we're gonna see things kind of get where they should be. But Dallas is a good team. 
Yeah. And especially against the birds. Dak Prescott lights the birds up. I don't know what the heck it is. If he played like that against every team, he'd be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he, he's amazing against the Eagles. Yeah. I, I think it's his number one team he beats. And I, I, But in the playoffs, whole different story, Jeff. We're not going to worry about that team much. We're, I think okay. there's a little bit of mirage with Dallas we're going to be talking about later. Are you worried about the birds at all? I mean, th- no. it's been two bad weeks in a row. I, I you know, there are positions that where the ball's in the right place and mistakes are made. And I think turnovers and drop balls are correctable. Okay. Uh, still have dominant lines. We're going to be pretty healthy going into the playoffs. I, I think the birds are going to come out with the number one seed in the, in the conference. I, I think schedule benefits them going over. Uh, Cowboys schedule is pretty tough. And San Fran's schedule is not as easy as the Birds. Birds don't play another winning team the rest of the year. No, We yeah. win four, we win the division. San Fran loses one, we win four, we're winning the conference. So I think at the end of the day, the Birds are the best team. We're gonna be we shall see. That. And we'll be talking about your Birds here in a little bit. But let's go to the next game that was a loser for us. The Indianapolis Colts at the Bengals. You're thinking Jake Browning at quarterback, Minshew Mania for Indianapolis. The Bengals were getting a point at home, home dogs, and they went outright. They went pretty big. This game, the the final doesn't really indicate how I think one-sided this contest was. What were your thoughts on this game? I mean, we were tied at halftime, and yep. Minshew wasn't playing well. Um, you know, and it, you know that's a game where you got beat by a, a a bad team beating another bad team, and you know they looked pretty good. Browning looked okay. Yeah, had some energy, and you know that. That, that game was tough to watch for Indianapolis Colts fans. And, you know, I mean, sometimes you pick a loser. That was a big loser, Jeff. Well, and, and the thing is, is that they the Bengals won that game pretty handily. And, and Jamar Chase didn't even have a huge game. He no. only had, I think, three catches for 39 yards or something like that. I mean, they kept him relatively in check. And the Colts just couldn't do anything. They couldn't do anything. <sighs> didn't get in any flow. And uh, But again, what do we say? Minshew, he's a backup quarterback. Like, we forget that. But he is. Yeah. You know, the Colts, I mean, they kind of miraculously pulled it to tie. I think 45 seconds left. They scored two touchdowns off turnover. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but defense didn't show up too well in that game either for the Colts. And it's tough going outside. It's tough betting dome teams. And the weather didn't look as bad as, you know, as it could be in this time of year. And, but yeah, Minshew, he, I can see why the, you know, the birds let him go, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I give you, I give you credit on the next game because it was the one game that we won. We took the Cleveland Browns giving three at home against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I questioned because the Jags hadn't lost an away game yet, believe it or not. Trevor Lawrence ended up playing in this game, was banged up, gimpy with the ankle, didn't really play well, turned the ball over. And Joe Flacco, the resurrecting his career in Cleveland, Joe Flacco finds a way to get it done. We almost got screwed in the end, but the Browns win, they cover, and we don't. We escaped the week with a win. That's all that matters, right? That's it. I mean, you know, one in three, you're you're losing two games. So, I mean, that's something you can keep in check. It's the donut weeks that you never want. Donut weeks yeah. set you back. Sometimes you're out of the season. I mean, you could lose four or five bets in a week. That That's for some people a lot of money. I mean, that's probably when you should check yourself a little. But <laughs> Cleveland, I mean, that defense is unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, they're one of the only teams in that league that can defend the pass, and it's a hard thing in the mm-hmm. NFL now. You can't touch a receiver. They've got athletic corners. They've got athletic safeties. Uh, and Joe Flacco shows you something about the league. He played like a top a top half quarterback in the league the last couple of weeks, and the guy hasn't, hasn't thrown a ball in a long time. Uh, he was pretty good. I mean, he turns the ball over once a game. That's one thing with Joe Flacco. 
but he's pretty good at managing the game and picking up that offense. And I think that Cleveland team's pretty good, even with him quarterbacking. I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, it it pains me as a Steelers fan, as a yeah. you know, I used to hate Joe Flacco when he was with the Ravens. But I mean, when you watch it, I mean, it, it brings a whole different dynamic into this. I mean, Deshaun Watson when he was in there and it didn't look the same. Obviously, with PJ Walker, people forget PJ Walker beat the 49ers this season. Sure. He's cut. He's a, he's a free agent right now. Yeah. Uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson, DTR, the rookie out of UCLA. He it has a different feel to it. Like they're attacking downfield now, and that's they sure are. That, and, Amari Cooper's looking good. Uh, they're hitting David Njoku at tight end. Yeah. I can't believe running I'm game's this. not bad. No, no, not at I all mean, with Ford and uh and Hunt. Yeah, absolutely. They might be better with uh, Flacco than Deshaun the last couple of weeks. Who knows? I mean, he plays a little bit more ball control offense. I mean, we'll see. He's still has somebody we're gonna keep an eye on. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, how'd your bonus pick uh play out? I know you took Arsenal plus one oh five. Did they pull it out for you? Unbelievably, we you know another soccer bet, Jeff. Uh, we're not betting those anymore. They lost outright at home. I mean, this soccer—it's crazy. It's fantastic to watch, though. You want to warm up for the NFL? You get you get up, you have your coffee. These guys talk real pleasant. You know, they've got some they've got some interesting things things to say over there. The English announcers, and it's pretty competitive. No no commercials too, Jeff. That's what's great. You kind of kind of read the paper, get ready for your Sunday bets and plays, and I highly encourage it. We're going to the local Irish pub. Those pubs are open at 8 o'clock for those games. All right, so let's look at this week. This week we have – we're going into bowl season. We're going bowling. Uh, We're going to start off with an NCAA – one NCAA pick. We're 13-10-2 with college picks so far this year. This is the L.A. Bowl, UCLA versus Boise State. UCLA is giving three, and you're saying take take UCLA in the L.A. Bowl. Go ahead and explain yourself. I, I like it a lot. It's a home game, Jeff. The game's in Los Angeles. Chip Kelly, a former Birds coach, creative guy, solid solid college coach. They should be calling this the transfer Porter Bowl. Uh, there's a lot of weird things about this game, and, and you know, you've got to really do your research in all these ball games. Yeah. Uh, both starting quarterbacks entered the portal and are gone. Jeez. Boise State's guy, uh, Taylor Green, he left this week for Arkansas. So – they're starting a guy, a true freshman that's never thrown a ball. Um, Green was a, a freshman of the year in the Mountain West, second on the team in Russian TDs. I mean, the guy's a stud. So yeah, I, I'm going to go with Chip Kelly, even though their quarterback's gone. They all, they're also not starting their best D lineman, defensive player of the year in the Pac-12. And they lost their defensive coordinator. But but these are things that happened a few weeks ago. And I, I think UCLA is a little bit deeper with talent. Uh, probably the line should be a little bigger, but you know, we're going in uncharted territory. It's almost like we have two whole new different teams playing. Yeah. Having said that, um, UCLA due for a bowl game. Um, they, they haven't won a bowl, I think, since 2014. Too big of a school. Wow. Too good of a coach. Uh, they got a solid defense with or without that guy playing. Uh, Pac 12 defensive player of the year, D Lyman Lahatu Latu, even though he's out. UCLA, third in the country, holding teams to 69 yards against the run. Without a starting quarterback that's ever thrown a ball, I'm going to go with that defense even without their best D lineman. who's sitting out. He doesn't want to get hurt for the draft, which, you know, I, I can't really blame him. Um, one, one or two guys are going to be playing quarterback with Chip Kelly, and I, I think that guy's created enough to score a lot of points. And I think Boise was happy being there. They fired their coach midseason. So I, I think everyone's happy that they, they just made the interim. They made him official. I think you still like going away in this one. Home team. 
And this game is on Saturday. For those that are curious when the LA Bowl is, it is on Saturday. And you mentioned, obviously, it's in Los Angeles. It's so SoFi Stadium. You bring up the, the transfer portal. This is really, I, I find yes. this, I find it fascinating and also idiotic that they can't say, like, if you're going to transfer, you can't leave until your season's over. I mean, the no. fact that, I mean, when you talk about betting, how in the hell are you supposed to bet on these teams? It's one thing if a guy's going to go into the NFL and he says, I'm not going to play in the bowl game because I want to get ready. That's stuff that's expected. I think a lot of times that is you're waiting on that to happen. But these guys just up and leaving. And like you said, leaving one team to go to Arkansas right before their bowl game it, it, as a betting, as a better, how are you supposed to handle that? That's incredible. I mean, you know, and it, it's – basically a one game season we're having now you got some guys that are left over from the season of course yeah. but a lot of stars are going to be walking so you know tough it's going to be tough I, you know the top four teams they're not going to lose anybody i mean they might lose a backup or something yeah. but th- those teams are going to be unaffected but you know i guess boise state to arkansas i guess that was a better fit or maybe better offense i don't i don't know why these guys are leaving the uh the the d coordinator for ucla he, he went to usc so we had a little in-town rivalry there, stealing a coach, and but they they had a couple of weeks to prepare for that, and and Chip Kelly announced it's a team thing from both sides of the ball. They just kept different guy calling plays. So I don't think it's going to affect them as much. Now, before we go to the NFL and our picks there this week, I want to ask you: How do you handle bowl season? Is this something that you're like, hey, I love betting on the bowl games? Or are you more of a <sighs> with all the way that with the way college sports are trending? I'm gonna I'm gonna tread lightly. Jeff, it's kind of hard not to bet on bowl games if you're a real gambler. I mean, we're going to start having a bowl game a night. Yeah. And it's kind of gambling paradise. Uh, you know, the NCAA tournament basketball is cool. But, you know, you're betting a lot of games in a couple of days. You can lose a ton of money. When you got one or two games a day, you can maintain. You can have re- relaxing gambling, I like to call it. You just can't go crazy betting on these teams. Um, yeah. You know, and it, it's – was it was it more fun when they were all on Sunday on you know after New Year's Day or you know the, whatever day it was, the day after New Year's Eve? So yeah, maybe. But when you have this many games, you got to play a lot of them. You know, we're going to be looking this week. Still had some kind of rusty teams coming in some of these balls. So next week we should have a lot more college right. plays. Very good. So we'll see how we do in the NCAA. Let's go to the NFL with a record now of thirty twenty four and two. We have three games on the slate this week. We're starting off Sunday at one o'clock. The Denver Broncos, the upstart Denver Broncos, the left for dead Denver Broncos who have battled their way back to seven and six, go to the Detroit Lions. The Lions coming off of a loss to the Chicago Bears last week. You're back on the Lions train. You were on it earlier this year. You said you went from never bet the Lions to always bet the Lions. Detroit's getting five at home, and you say take the home team. You like the Detroit Lions. Why is that? Well, you know, the more I look at these schedules, Jeff, and we're talking about a lot with a lot of these games. I think the league's done a good job manipulating storylines this year with these schedules, and Denver probably was better than they looked. Uh, Detroit maybe wasn't as good as they looked in the beginning of the year. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm happy we laid off them for a while because they had a really tough schedule stretch. Yeah. Uh, having said that, the, you know, the data, when you look at it on these teams, offensive, defensive statistics, sometimes you got to look at that even more than you look at the season record when you're, when you're betting on these games. Uh, Lions top five offense against a bottom five defense. And I know Denver's won and Detroit's look a little shaky, but those numbers hold up still and passing and, and running Detroit's a, a top five team. And, you know, we're going to ride that team, especially at home, especially coming off a loss and, and looking to get a win. It was a, it was a rough game last week. I mean, I watched a lot of that Detroit game. I think 
It could have been in that game more, a couple big plays, a couple weird calls. And I think there was a coaching area. And that guy, I think he, he said he could have done a better job. So Broncos are a little better. Uh, but I, I, I like that the Detroit Lions, they, they stuff the run. Um, Broncos, third road game in a row. Tough to bet a team that's on their third road game, especially flipping all over the country like they have. I think they went to Houston and back to the West Coast. Now they're going back out to Detroit. Uh, that takes a toll on you. So Goff, much better at home. That, you know, I mean, the more we look at the Lions, he's great at home outside. Goff tends to turn it over a little bit more. Denver's only covering 41% of games. The Lions are covering 62%. And I think the Lions are looking to get back on track and rolling strong into the playoffs. I really do. Still think they're a good team. Well, this is a big game for both of these teams. If Detroit even wants to have a prayer at the first the number one seed in the NFC, they cannot lose another game. They're right. going to have to win out. They're going to need some help in, in the in, in, by that process. But also, let's not forget that the Minnesota Vikings are still sniffing around in that division. You lose another game, now all of a sudden things are real shaky. Meanwhile, sure. Denver has a lot to play for as well. They're 7-6. and six. They're in the AFC playoff. They're just on the outside. They're on the fringe. They're not in that top seven. But this sure. is going to be a good game, but you like the Lions giving five. And again, that's a 1 p.m. kickoff. So there you have it. Let's go to the next one. Hey, you're going against Dallas. Dallas travels to Buffalo. Dallas is not as good on the road as they are at home. It's going to be a tough place to play. Buffalo, December, it's going to be cold. Buffalo's giving a point. It's a 4.25 p.m. kickoff. It's going to be even colder there, Pez. What was your thinking taking the Bills here? Well, it, uh, with the line, too, Jeff, I think that line's going up. Uh, I, I had a buddy text me right before we, we went on. He he saw it up two, so mm. I, I you know I'd get on that as quickly as possible. Uh, I love the Bills this week. I think there's a couple things that you know keep in mind. N- number one, Dallas overrated every year. Jeff, who are we kidding? I remind myself <laughs> every year. Those scumbags. Everybody wants to watch them on TV. I guess I don't know what it is. Jerry Jones has so much money that it gets extra airtime. They show him obnoxious up in the box. What whatever it is. Dallas stinks. Dallas doesn't win in the playoffs. They're, they're not that good. Uh, beat up on the birds a little bit last week, but I think schedule had a lot to do with that. Uh, their offense at home, they are good. I think their schedule has been a huge reason why, why we've seen them come on recently. They're only 3-3 three and three on the road on, in, on the entire season. Last five games, four were at home. Their only road game in the last five was at Carolina. Uh, that, that, to me, says that the league wanted them to kind of have a little bump in the middle of the season. And I think they're going to come back to reality. Dak's decent. But when Dak's not good, Dak's not good. I mean, they're not winning games when he's not playing well and he turns it over. Buffalo, big, big game for them. Allen's starting to run the ball a little bit more on offense. He showed that against the Eagles. Makes them a way more effective team. And, uh, you know, I think Dallas is due for a loss. Uh, Jerry Jones said that was the biggest win in Mike McCarthy's life or something this week. You know, it's a, it's a midseason game, and these guys are celebrating like they just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I, I can't take him, Jeff. I'm, <laughs> Coach KT Smith told me he wanted me to, to guarantee a win this week. Bills are winning, Jeff. Let's guarantee it. The cockroaches are getting shot back. All down, right. Okay. You know, I mean, it, again, I, I I think that you and I see these teams with the like what what's going on with them. We mentioned with Detroit, Dallas is in the same boat. They want that number one seed, and they cannot slip up if that's the case. Meanwhile, Buffalo has a ton to play for. They are also sure. seven and six. One of the six teams that are seven and six in the AFC playoff picture right now. You lose a game, and you're going to need help to get in. And this is sure. going to be a huge game. It's at home. That Buffalo well, crowd is going to be raucous. It's going to be bumping. It, 
It sure is, Jeff. And, you know, talking about scheduling and talking about, you know, what I think is the league making storylines at times. Bills right now are the seventh favored team to win the Super Bowl with that record. I mean, hmm. they're, they're number seven. Wow. They're right behind Dallas by, by two spots. And, I, you know, that tells me that if That's Vegas is not giving good money on them to win the Super Bowl, they know they're getting in the playoffs. They know they're a solid team. Yeah. And, you know, Josh Allen's getting better. I think we talked about earlier in the year. They had a rough season last year. That was an emotional, you know, that was an emotional fight. They were in a lot of different levels. So I think at this point, everybody's tired. Everybody's worn out. And I think Buffalo's a way better team than their record. And that's, like I said, that's a 425 game. Again, it's probably going to make it the temperature drop a little bit. It's going to be dark. I'm not sure. Do you have any weather report for what it's going to be like up in the uh, Orchard supposed Park? To be, supposed to be cold, wind chills in the 30s and, and possible rain, maybe a little white stuff, Jeff. And that no. is trouble for, you know, when they leave that Taj Mahal Disneyland Stadium, they got down there in Dallas, the obnoxious, gigantic thing, stupid Jerry Jones. <laughs> they're, they're not that good outside. Three and three on the road. Yeah. I, I, I like our chances uh, against the birds with the bills and, you know, and I, I think a little bit, they're coming back down there a little bit. All right. I like that pick a lot. Let's go to a primetime game, Monday night football, your birds go across country to Seattle to play the Seahawks. Seahawks are coming off of a loss against the San Francisco 49ers. Drew Locke was a quarterback. It was not Geno Smith. Not sure what his no. status is for this week. Philly obviously has lost back-to-back games, wondering what's going to happen. Philly's giving four on the road. That's a tough place to play, but you say take the birds in prime time. I think the birds, Jeff, I mean, this this is something that, that sets up well for them. Uh, you know, they were embarrassed last week. They're a proud team, good coaching staff. Uh, Monday night, you know, they get a little bit more rest, which is going to help. Hurts has a first time Hurts lost two games in a row since his rookie year, I think 2021. Seahawks lost four or five in a row. And let's face it, Seahawks stink, Jeff. I mean, the birds, that's a championship team. This line's insulting to us. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Coach Smith, guaranteed another one, buddy. Birds covering against the Seahawks. Pete Carroll, very obnoxious guy, Jeff. You watch him on the sideline, whines to those officials for every call. I think that comes back to haunt you at the end of the year. Referees don't want to hear that old man chomping on that gum and complaining about interference. <laughs> I think he's some rules guy. Time to go back to USC. He can start Gino. He can start Locke. Both of them. Uh, Gino's a nice guy. Solid uh, backup quarterback in the league, I think, at best. Drew Locke should even be in the league. Uh, Gino's got a hurt groin and elbow. I think that that spells doom. D-line was bad for the Birds last week. Let's face it. Birds look terrible. Uh, sloppy. D-line looked lazy. Uh, secondary got beat up. I don't think that's happened in two weeks in a row. I just don't. And... I think Pete Carroll's time is over. Uh, you know, there's a there's an end to every legend. Maybe it's time to go back to USC for that guy, break some more rules, and win some more trophies down there. But but it, that that team's sputtering, and I, I don't think that that Pete Carroll's going to be around much longer. I think tonight's I think Monday's nail in the coffin for them. So I mean, you said early on in this process, as we were getting to know each other on the air, that you don't do locks of the week. Like you don't you no. don't like doing that. If there's anything that's close, you gave us two in one week. Buffalo going and two. Coach uh, Coach KT Smith, the the call sheet he called me out a little bit. <laughs> I think you might have called me uh, the L word even. Two. He reminded me it's two weeks in a row we lost, so that's fine. We're taking challenges. <laughs> me and the birds, we we don't we don't run away, Jeff. You know we, right. we fight to the death here. And I I told Coach Smith, I, uh, I let's see, 
maybe he'll put a little bit of money on these games. Who knows? I mean, maybe, maybe. he needs a little bit. He needs some Christmas presents. Maybe he's been following us a little bit. And, you know, I'm hurting. <laughs> All right. So let's recap the picks before we go to any bonus picks. NCAA take UCLA minus three versus Boise State in the LA Bowl. That's a Saturday kickoff, in case you're curious. In the NFL, Denver Broncos at Detroit. Detroit's giving five. Take the Lions. Dallas at Buffalo. Buffalo's giving one. We did say that line was going up to two, but we got it at one. So we're taking the Bills minus one over the Cowboys. Lastly, Philadelphia on the road at Seattle. Monday night football. Philly's giving four. It doesn't matter. Take the birds over the Seahawks. We'll see. Do you have a bonus? You bet in the PNC this weekend, the golf tournament? <laughs> I don't even Father's know if there's son. odds on that, Jeff. I don't think they put odds because there's kids playing. So they uh, should. Maybe they do. I, I didn't. Even I was going to say you. I knew you'd be going all over Tiger and Charlie. Like that would be all well, your bet. Yeah, I don't know if he's playing, but John Daly and his kid light that tournament up too. Well, I the Sings won it last year. The Sings, yeah. VJ Singh and his son. I think Daly came in second or something. They did. I don't they know if he's if he's playing or if he's uh, who do, if he's in the hospital. But I like Daly and his son. If they're taking odds, to be honest with you. Uh, if you want to have some fun, Jeff, anybody wants to have some soccer fun, we got Man United, greatest soccer team in the history of the world. Uh, the worst season I think I've ever watched. Playing Liverpool, big rivalry with us. I say put $10 on Man U to win back $85. That's so you a good long Man shot play. Man U. We'll take Man U plus 800. Rival Liverpool. Man U coming in looking, look at the worst we ever have. So that tells me we're going to win. That's how crazy soccer is. It's a stupid sport, Jeff. That's why we love it. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Hey, so I looked up the PNC championship for those golf fans out there that want to talk about that. You've got the Strickers, Justin Leonard and his son, Nick Faldo, and his son, uh, the Cordas, Nelly and Peter Corda, the Trevinos, Justin Thomas, uh, Stuart Singh, Tiger and Charlie, Annika Sorenstam and her son, Nick Price, the Omiras, the Sings are in it, uh, the Laymans. Matt Kuchar, Podrick Harrington, Bernard Longer, Jim Furyk. John Daly is in it. Wow. He is in it. John wow. Daly and his son, David Duvall and his son, Ratif Goosen. Uh, that's that's going to be fun. I love this tournament. I really do like this tournament. I love the format. I think it's a lot of fun. I don't think you can bet it's on fun. it, but you should. You should Maybe, be able to bet I on mean, it. I'm sure you can. And We know Tiger hates VJ, and him and John <laughs> Daly, they like each other, but they play yes. each other tough. Yeah, That'd be great. Little, little Tiger, VJ, you know. Maybe we get a little fight out there. Who knows? I'll take, <laughs> we'll talk I'll take about Tiger's that. kid. <laughs> Looks like a tough kid. Yeah, it does. Absolutely. All right, Pez. Good stuff, man. We'll talk next week to get everyone recap. Let's 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 improve the picks here. Here let's we go. Any, fi let's get any back final on the winning. We're back on the winning streak, us and the birds, and, and the, the galaxies can be back to normal by, by next week, Jeff. All right, Pez. Have a good weekend. We'll talk you next too, week. You too, man. All right. See you.